the musical podcast where I introduce my friends and loved ones to progressive rock music and they get me to listen to whatever they want. And on this episode, we have a returning guest of Alicia, one of my all-time favorite people, as with most of the people on this podcast. And uh, yeah, we get into some summer grooves. You know, we are now into the summer season, so I figured it's some good times to get some summer grooves going on for everybody. And uh, I hope everybody's enjoying the second season. As always, you know, we're only uploading once a month. And uh, I hope this kind of chiller... Um, more laxed upload schedule is working for you just as much as it's working for me. If you have any concerns or you want to drop me a line, you can follow us on all of our social media. I believe we have a Twitter at progquo. Same for, um, <clears throat> as well as Instagram. It's probably also the same progquo. Uh, if you want to drop us a line in terms of email, uh, you can find us, um, at, um, <clears throat> In terms of email, you can find us at quidprogquo at gmail.com, just in case you wanted to drop us a line. Anyway, that's enough yammering on for me. Let's get into the today's episode, and I'll see you guys at the uh, little halfway mark, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Come along. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much for coming back, Alicia. Do you want to introduce yourself again? Uh, you are a fan favorite, one of my favorite uh, guests to have on. Um, tell everybody who you are and why why you're here. Wow. Okay. Well, the pressure's on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Alicia, and um, is this my third time on? Have I been here? This twice would before? be your third time. Yes. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. I don't know how to introduce myself. Uh, we used to work together, so that's how we know each other, and we've kept in touch ever since. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just sort of, uh, we sort of clicked with our different musical tastes and stuff like that, yes. right? Yeah. Th- there were many a car rides home, because um, you were gracious enough to drop me off at the subway station, mm-hmm. uh, which minimized my commute time. Uh, and yeah, the music that you were playing was pretty amazing. And every once in a while, I would sneak in my own stuff. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's stuff yeah. that I would never listen to. And you're like, check out this song. I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> we got a half hour drive. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and on, on this podcast, you have really knocked it out of the park and made me a fan of both artists that you have introduced me to. Oh, um, to the point where I bought both of Orville Peck's records. Um, love both of his stuff. Uh, Lana Del Rey is now a new favorite artist of mine. I look mm-hmm. forward to all of her releases. I have her first three now, I think, on vinyl. Um, oh, oh, that must sound great. 
It sounds so good. I'm trying to find her latest record um, in a variant cover because I could just find she put out like five or six different variant covers mm -hmm. of her latest record. So I'm trying to find one specific one, but it's eluding me. But um, interesting. The yeah. newest one that she like just released. Or... Yeah. Um, did you know there's an ocean under Boulevard yeah. Avenue? Not Boulevard. Uh -huh. um, whatever it is. It's whatever a mile long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh -oh. That's the one. So yeah, I've been, you know, I, I don't want to have you repeated too often, but at the same time, I want you to come back and introduce me to my next favorite artist. Okay. So no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I think the person I've chosen today is not going to be an introduction to you, but. Okay. Okay. And you'll, I, you'll be very, mm -hmm. yeah, I also feel as though the person I'm going to uh, introduce to you probably isn't going to be an introduction, um, oh, Okay. but I, I've been flip-flopping back and forth of what to give you and I've gone through three different artists before I landed on this one this afternoon um oh, okay Last so minute. yeah I'll give you um a little bit of a tease of those that I was going to introduce it uh you to but do you want to let me know of the artists that you're going to give me sure okay so I had a little bit of a similar process where I kind of okay. flip-flops and I was like yeah. I don't know I don't know I didn't want to be so I wanted to choose something maybe a little bit more different that you wouldn't be mm -hmm. familiar with but the album that I keep going back to lately is Beyonce's Renaissance oh okay 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 to it at all? Queen B um, Queen B? I don't know if I've heard let me just double check no I have listened to Lemonade I haven't yes. listened to Renaissance okay. and actually um Lemonade was a past album on this podcast so this isn't the I first time say. the Queen has been on here yeah, I was going to say, I think I remember you listening to Lemonade with someone else. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. so they've got some experience with Beyonce. Renaissance mm -hmm. is very different. Okay. Um, but it is, especially with this like summer weather we're having right now, I'm like, you know yeah. what, it's going to be Beyonce's party album. And yeah, I think it's, uh, there's actually like a lot to talk about with it, in my opinion. So oh, great. I'm excited to see what you think about it. I'm very excited. And that's her latest one, the one that came out like yeah. end of last year, um, beginning of this year. I want to say it was August of last year because it was summer. Okay. Okay. Um, it kind of took me a while to warm up to it after Lemonade. Mm -hmm. uh, and now I'm just like fully, fully in. Fully indoctrinated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because didn't she and Drake release albums almost on the same day? Very spontaneity, like very out of nowhere. I feel like. Oh, I mean, that's I... kind of her MO, to be honest. Yeah. She's just She just drops things unannounced. Um. Drake, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to him as much anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, I've never, like, I've <laughs> been more on, like, the sidelines for Drake. I've never actually gone in and listened to any of his stuff. Um, yeah. So, well, that's mm -hmm. going to be interesting. This will be my second uh, second round with Beyonce. And I really enjoyed yeah. Lemonade, so I'm good for something okay. a little bit different. Something, mm -hmm. you know, I've heard, I've heard very good things about Renaissance. And I've heard also very mixed things, because uh, it was Ooh. very different. Yes. Um, based off of her catalog, so I'd be interested in hearing like what the mixed thoughts were. Mm -hmm. I didn't, yeah, I didn't I, look too too much into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we can get into it in the second half of the episode. Yeah. But yeah, I just it was like a little too far removed from what Lemonade was. I think people had expectations that weren't met. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, yeah. yeah. So I was bouncing back and forth because I always try to um give an artist that I think the person will enjoy. And so far I've been able to get some pretty intense stuff your way and you've always been very receptive of it. 
So I didn't know if I wanted to continue to push that and see like how crazy <laughs> can we get. Um, and so there was one band from the 90s from Sweden that really pushed the boundaries of music that I'm like, ooh, maybe she'll like this. But then I'm like, oh, there's also a Swedish band that I love that's much more like contemporary rock that maybe she'll like, but always has okay. some experimental stuff. And I was going, maybe I want to give that one to her. But then something hit me halfway through this afternoon that I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just give her Kate Bush. So. Oh, okay. I'm going to oh, give you Kate that. Bush. Yeah. Okay. I honestly know like three Kate Bush songs. I'm very bad. Um, but with this whole Stranger Things phenomenon mm-hmm. that just yeah. happened, this is yeah. perfect. Yeah, and I've been a huge, huge fan of Kate Bush since high school. Um, you know, uh, loved her music, loved her expression, loved her art, uh, treating music as a, a type of art to project from rather than just like a mode of kind of like corporate fun times. I feel like a lot of things were happening in the late 70s into the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and I was debating again which album to give you but i want to give you my favorite album from her which is her third album of never forever uh it's the one that was released in 1980 um okay. it I also love- has the big breakout track of babushka um babushka. yeah that's the the track that starts it off and it's it's the big track from that record um unfortunately running up the hill wasn't for another two records but okay it's this okay. one's still that one it's fine. yeah and this this is my favorite record of hers. Um, awesome. It's every time I listen to it, I get something out of it. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and I just love her storytelling. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I love that. I've been actually gravitating a lot towards like 1980s, late 70s oh, music. Oh, okay. I, just, I don't know. That's just the vibe I'm in, in this post-pandemic sort this of is... post-pandemic vibe. Yeah. This is perfect for you then. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, great. Uh, So I will go and listen to Beyonce. Uh, I do want to say it is about an hour long. I didn't realize how long it was until I was re-listening to it the other day. Let me just, Beyonce. (laughs) Let's see if I spelled it right. Ah, close enough. Uh, Spotify knew what I was talking about. Uh, Renaissance, because sometimes there's like three or four different releases. Um, Yeah, are you on Spotify, you said? I am indeed. Okay. Yeah, I'm just seeing. Yeah, Yeah, there's two editions, but it doesn't look like there's anything different about it. Oh, one is the explicit version and one is the non-explicit version. So I'm going to keep it on the explicit version. I'm I'm fine with that. That's that's her. her (laughs) That is her. I want the full (laughs) I want the full Queen Bee here. Uh Um, Yeah. Okay. so it's about an hour, just over an hour. And I think mine, mine is 37 minutes. So maybe you'll. Maybe you'll get a second a second <laughs> round, a victory lap on some Kate Bush. Oh, that's a great idea, actually. There you go. Yeah, great. Okay. That's I'm really excited. Um, I'll go listen to some yeah. Beyonce, have some fun with Kate Bush, and yeah. we'll meet back here in a little bit. And 
with that, Alicia and I go off into our own musical silos. She getting to listen to some good Kate Bush, and I getting to listen to, once again, the Queen Bee. I'm really excited to dive in and kind of talk about and, you know, reminisce about our, our experiences with each other's artists. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out to Liana Osinski, who did our graphic. Uh, she also helped us with the graphic on our other podcast that I have produced, which is the IP address. Uh, this is a little plug for that. If you're more into like copyright and intellectual property in a library setting, uh, this is where my friend Sarah and I, and Sarah has been on this podcast before, where we talk about library related issues, uh, specifically around copyright and intellectual property and also intellectual freedom. So it's a really good time. We really hope that you check it out. And if you're looking for something a little bit more on the chill side, I also have another podcast of The Metalhead that's with Gray Hayhurst. Uh, and Grace and I um, just kind of have a very chill, uh, very uh, meditative uh, discussion about metal music. So, you know, some good chill vibes for some really heavy stuff. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to let everybody know about. If you haven't already shared this podcast with other people, please do. You know, that helps the algorithm around. Uh, if your podcaster allows for liking, commenting, or rating, please do that. Have a little bit of engagement on that. It'll just show it around to other people. You know, since we've been uploading once a month rather than every week or every other week, uh, you know, the engagement has definitely declined because of that, just less to engage with. So we're kind of hoping for that really good bounce uh, with some of these uh, once a month podcast episodes. So, and for those that have, thank you so much for continuing to support and continuing to uh, like and, um, you know, engage with us. Uh, if you want to help us out a little bit on the financial side, you can help uh, support this show by going to patreon.com slash notes reviews uh and even a dollar a month really does go a long way it helps with the production side of things it helps uh you know scheduling uh speakers and it gives me a bit of time to uh make sure that we're getting the best quality that we possibly can so thank you all for, about that and i think that's enough yammering on let's get back into the episode find out what uh alicia thought about kate bush and what i thought about queen b beyonce let's dive back into it so how was your time with kate bush um great i really liked it oh good yeah i went back and listened to a few more other songs and then went back and listened to some other kate bush songs because uh -huh, uh -huh, <laughs> i had uh -huh. some time Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i really oh, enjoyed it amazing yeah mm -hmm. um was there anything that stood out um like um, talk me talk me through it yeah so i mean i have some little notes that i was taking here okay. i apologize in the course of my listening to this album i've got hit by like allergies so oh no that's the <laughs> worst part uh we're recording just as the weather is turning from spring or i guess from deep deep winter to starting of spring mm -hmm. um and it's always like the bringer of allergies. You oh, know? yeah. So I've, I was sneezing and now I'm sniffling oh, and no. I was like, fantastic timing. Okay, I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so the one thing that I really noticed and there was something that you had mentioned as well was the storytelling aspect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I really, really liked that. Um, yeah. I just think it's, she's just such a creative artist. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know. I just, I just really appreciate someone who's just like all out there and is like, yeah. I don't care if you get it. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love her personality. Like, unfortunately it's not on this record, but her big hit running up that hill when she was interviewed about it, one of the famous interviews, um, she says, oh, I don't know why I did it. I've never actually seen a hill. And they're like, you've never, you've never seen a hill. You've never run up a hill. It's like, no, I won't take any more questions about hills. I think um, I've seen that on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I love, I love her like kooky personality. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think it really shines through on this record in particular. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely got that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I actually ended up, then I ended up on her Wikipedia page because I had some extra time to kill. <laughs> yeah, there was a, I was going to say, there's, there's a little bit more carryover on my record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I saw that she was like raised in like a 350 year old, like farmhouse in England. And like mm -hmm. her mother was like an Irish dancer and her brothers were poets. And I said, you know what? All of this tracks all of it. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. Yep. It all, yeah, it all exactly. checks out. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely hear the English countryside, especially on this record, like her early stuff. Like, I feel like after this record, she gets a lot more into like experimenting on the production side of things, mm. um, which comes out to some really, really interesting and beautiful art in terms of music. But, you know, the first three records, I feel, are much more like English countryside, that kind of like homegrown kind of poet aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was very, very strong. Like the set, the sense of that was very strong for me. And mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a unique thought, probably not because she's been around for so long, but <laughs> I kept thinking, um, and it was also influenced by the album cover. I have to admit the yeah. style of art. Um, there is an art movement from the 1800s called the Pre-Raphaelites. Oh yes. Oh and yes. My favorite. Yeah. Oh, they're my favorite. Like okay. the drowning of Ophelia is yes. one of my favorite paintings. I was of all gonna time. say that Ophelia painting was in my head the whole time. Yeah. And then I was then I was looking up other paintings because I was like, Am I imagining this? Yeah. And they all that style that the sound the songs sound like those paintings is the basic yeah. way I can phrase that. Yeah, yeah, I can hear that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which I really yeah. like. Yeah, and I mean that's my favorite movement in the all the different art movements throughout history like oh, the pre-raphaelites are where i go to um, oh i love that yeah um i would change up my phone background when i first had like a smartphone to different paintings of the movement because yeah i mean drowning of ophelia is like classic one but there's also the yeah. one where the maiden's on the horse and the guy's going in for like the smooch and he's got his yes. arms outstretched you know mm -hmm. very um, like arthurian vibes. very arthurian yeah very like medieval without mm -hmm. you know the darkness and whatnot it's like let's look at the beauty and the landscapes yeah. and really bring out the vibrance of it yeah mm -hmm. exactly yeah that's, well, that's I... such a great uh, allegory to a lot of her music and her styles that was just what I kept thinking of. I love that you immediately got what I was talking about. <laughs> I was like, how do I explain this nerd <laughs> concept? <laughs> no, I totally got it. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I love that. And then I was also thinking of like along this line, what I was also reminded of, because I used to be um, very into like British rock in the 2000s. Yeah. And uh, actually the way I was introduced to Kate Bush was uh, a cover, I realized. It was a cover of The Hounds of Love. Okay. By yeah. a band, I think called like the Future Heads. Hmm, okay. Um, 2004, 2005, like around that time. 
Mm-hmm. And then I realized it was a Kate Bush song. And then so I looked up who Kate Bush was and that's how I, I found out who she was. Um, but there was another band that I used to be obsessed with in high school mm-hmm. called the Libertines. Mm-hmm. And they are also of that kind of like calling England Albion, like old timey mm-hmm. um, romantic, I guess, mm-hmm. vision of the of England. And like I feel like that has really bad vibes nowadays. Like that sounds like very like fascisty, where it's like you know let's return to the good old days. But it's right. more like it's more like a romantic kind of way, like nature and yeah. Um, I I I I see where the connotations can come from, but yeah, yeah. I get what you're kind of putting down, <laughs> and like it's it's the like without bringing all the baggage into it yeah the simple times not over complicating things yeah like the like the J.R. all tolkien version of like oh simpler times no no machinery no nothing of that like william blake's poetry yeah yeah without like ignoring some of the you know because i feel like that's the shorthand of when people say oh yeah let's just go back to the simpler times it was let's just ignore all the really horrible things we're doing it's more of like well no let's not overcomplicate ourselves with all the different craps that really at the end of the day doesn't really matter like you know all yeah, our social like, media our tvs our yeah. all that kind of stuff and let's just kind of get back to what really matters yeah just like this return to the earth kind of vibe right mm-hmm. yeah 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 and yeah. it definitely like it's also like i have to say let me clarify it's a fantasy version of england oh, absolutely it, it's yeah. not yeah it's not it like never ever, it never, it never actually existed. existed no 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 yeah. no, no. it's yeah. like uh it, it's like basically a fantasy and i think that yeah yeah the, we want to get was reminding me of that yeah mm-hmm. we want to get to like the cottage core aesthetics yes caught it exactly cottage core yeah yeah <laughs> that's a perfect way to describe it <laughs> but yeah so it was all that was in my head kind of reminding mm. me of that mm-hmm. yeah whenever i get into like the big witchy vibes like mm-hmm. kate bush is my go-to artist for that like very aesthetically cottage core witch aspect of it um mm-hmm. i think a lot of it just has to do with her storytelling her vocals her yeah. like ethereal voice that she commands um yeah, for for me, like this is my favorite record of hers because of how narratively it flows, uh, both between tracks in terms of the stories that she's telling, but also musically. Um, I just I love the flow. I love the ebb. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of like a, a nice English cottage picnic kind of thing. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I got the flow as well. There was some really smooth transitions mm-hmm. between the songs, and yeah, mm-hmm. I really. I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, was yeah. No, no, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I was gonna ask. Uh, uh, was there a track in particular that stood out for you in this uh, runtime? A few did, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, Babushka, which I realized mm-hmm. now was one of her big hits. I had not heard that one before, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I can see how that one would sort of take on like a life of its own from that. Yeah, album. yeah. Um, really, really interesting. Um, I also really liked the song called Violin yes do you like that one yeah. too i yeah. love that one yeah yeah i, I, I love that one a couple mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. yeah i love like she's you know it's the story about the violin and all that but i love how she incorporates the music within the storytelling itself yeah. in that track um i and i just love the groove and i love the flow you know it, it's not bombastic and right in your face but it's very soothing it's very um tranquil <laughs> Chicken along, chicken along, 
like an quote unquote normal song. <laughs> <laughs> There's some weird ones on this. There's yeah. The, but in, in a, I mean, I didn't like they're great that they're so strange but I just mean like normal as in like it has a recognizable beat it has yeah. um uh, like guitar riffs yeah and yeah but I did like within that there was also like the the sound of the fiddle sort of in the background that you're mm-hmm. it, that makes it a little bit more unique yeah yeah I always say like there are certain tracks on here that you wouldn't be shocked to hear on the radio but there are definitely mm-hmm. others where you'd be like what am I listening to <laughs> yeah <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So I could see yeah. Babushka being the more radio friendly mm-hmm. one, despite it really makes me sad that like something like this today would not chart, right? Like it's not yeah. like this, this was a hit back in the day, but it's, I think it's a little too strange for us nowadays. Um, yeah. At least for like a public consumption, you know, like yeah. I feel that's part of the reason why running up the hill um charted last year because it is a much more accessible single of hers Mm -hmm. than babushka or even the hounds of love like if you listen to the original hounds of love from that Mm -hmm. album it's it's weird it's weird yeah it's one of the first that used um a new type of drumming um production work um that was really big in the 80s um oh okay yeah there's this um this really interesting history of the drum sounds that were used it's kind of outside the scope of this album but i love talking about it um because um peter gabriel and phil collins when they were testing out how to mic drumming because for the longest time the only way they knew how to mic a drum was literally put a microphone kind of close to a drum kit and hope that it worked um so they had a mic in the room as they were playing you know snare drum and they compressed it so that it was um, not a big kind of high and low aspect. So they boost the low low grade of the sound while minimizing the high grade. And it's really hard to describe. You kind of have to listen to it. But mm-hmm. for Phil Collins in the air tonight, that's one of the first tracks that really utilize that sound. Oh, um, Peter so Gabriel's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Peter Gabriel's uh, track, like Games Without Frontiers, uses that sound. Um, and Kate Bush, uh, The Hounds of Love, really uses that like doom kind of sound. Um, and so they were kind of the pioneers and now everybody uses them. So oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of a little little history lesson in, in miking and playing a little bit with the production work of, uh, of drumming. But yeah, that's really cool. That's the kind of thing that like I don't know enough about musical terminology or anything like that production to be able to name what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I might be able to recognize, oh, that sounds like this, but I don't know why. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my experience a lot of the time. <laughs> Being like, this <laughs> reminds me of something, but I can't mm-hmm. tell you why. <laughs> it just does. Right. It just does. Yeah. It fits the vibe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm super glad that you uh, you enjoyed it. Will you? I, really I mean, like mm-hmm. you already uh, answered my one question of like, will you go out and listen to other Kate Bush tracks? But it seems like and you've I already did. done that, and you did. <laughs> well, I, to be honest, I listened to the ones that I already knew because I wanted to be. I haven't listened to them in a while, so I was like, let me go back and and refamiliarize myself. Mm-hmm. But that leaves me with like a full a bunch of other albums that I haven't listened to, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely will check her out. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, my second favorite record is, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, because um, I was introduced to her in high school. 
um, with her 2005 record, Ariel. Um, it's a little bit longer because it's a double disc, but the second disc is kind of like one full track that is chopped up into different chapters, all mm -hmm. about like a, a English afternoon um, and, you know, watching a painter as he's painting a picture um, and she's writing the music that goes with it. Um, and that was what turned me on to our music. Um, it didn't really chart all that much, but I think it's one of her best works. Yeah. And I mean, I would be surprised if in 2005, something like that was charting at mm -hmm. that time. I just don't think that was the environment for it from what I remember of 2005. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. But for, like, for me, it was just so different. It was so fresh and yeah. it made me fall in love with her music. So oh, that's awesome. that would be my next, my next stop for that. Yeah. yeah. It sounds very picturesque what you're describing it is. right like that. yeah yeah they have a full song about about pie on the first disc oh. which is one of my favorite tracks from her and i remember playing it for my brother and he forced me to turn it off because he was like she's just singing numbers i don't care <laughs> wait pie like the number pie yeah like the number oh, pie. i thought you meant like food pie <laughs> no, no, no 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 like Either the number pie good. and our chase of infinity um oh, I'm like yeah but it's so cool because you know she's playing <laughs> with the concepts of infinity and a mathematical equation and how can there be a finite number in an infinite amount of space and I I thought okay. it was brilliant and she starts singing the pi number up to like the hundredth uh decibel uh decibel oh, decimal decimal um, yeah. and it, I I loved it and he was just like I cannot stand this like I'd rather have a <laughs> drill in my head this is just numbers this is just numbers. This isn't music. That's so funny. Uh, yeah. I love, I love that. I love the like, it's like a metaphor, and we're gonna, mm -hmm. you know, it it reminds me almost of like, remember how Family Guy jokes would do the thing where they would do the joke and then drag it out for so long that it was no longer funny, and then it would yeah. keep going, and then it would be funny again. Yeah, yeah. They That's call that, or my friends and I would call that crossing the desert. You have to cross oh. the desert in order to get to the other side. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Like, that's, I, I love that. That's um, awesome. Yeah. That's so funny. I thought when you said pie, I was like, oh, like apple pie, oh, cherry pie. Like... <laughs> I would do songs about that too. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of songs like that, but um, no, this one's uh, the number pie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess we can switch gears. Glad you enjoyed sure. uh, Kate Bush. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if you want any other recommendations for Kate Bush, um, just ask away. Um, it, you had me listen to Beyonce's Renaissance. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked it. I, I think I enjoyed Start to Finish, this one, a little bit more than Lemonade. Um, yeah, I, I, well, Lemonade is so big. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot to swallow upon first listen. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel Renaissance is a little bit more digestible. Um, you know, it's fairly consistent in terms of its tone. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and this is just coming off of a single listen. Mm -hmm. Um, I do know that I'll probably need to listen to it a little bit more to really get into it. Um, but I do like a lot of the ideas that she's putting down. Um, particularly in terms of the music, I really loved how a lot of these tracks flowed into one another. Yeah. That you know, it be my favorite aspect of this album. Yeah, it's a weird thing to say, but no, I mean, it's it's a very and I hate to bring it right back to progressive rock, but it's a very prog and progressive mm -hmm. rock thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, have songs blend right into one another. And I think 
a lot of like 70s disco which this album is kind of emulating and the early house movement within the the early 80s um I feel like this is really channeling that where songs would be much longer or they would flow into one another to keep the beat going so people could keep you know doing their thing on the dance floor um mm -hmm. you know keep the rhythm up um and the whoever she has on the production i mean she's beyonce so she can hire you know the big the big the wigs the you know yeah. the best of the best <laughs> um the flows the rhythms the beats were top notch um you know i loved the different soundscapes and the different motifs within the rhythm section like that's something that i think modern hip-hop is doing very very well in not just putting down a regular syncopated beat just over and over and over again and to the point where it becomes bland changing it up enough mixing and matching and adding different soundscapes and different styles to a beat to make it interesting mm -hmm. um and I really like that on here. Um, yeah, it, it was fun, even though she was tackling some pretty heavy concepts <laughs> on here. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I know. It's it's funny that you mentioned the producers, because I think she has, like, so many people. Like, each song is a new person with a very specific niche background that would mm -hmm. work specifically for that style of song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it like I think she's Beyonce she can get that done right so it's oh absolutely yeah so I really think that like it's it's a dance album mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. the way she does it because she's a perfectionist is like tons of people have done dance albums especially recently um yeah. but it's like no one's doing it on her her level <laughs> you know what I mean she's gonna get the right. best producers she's gonna like dive into um, what I really loved about this is how like reverent it is of like previous um, genres, specifically of black musicians, um, oh, yeah. especially black like femme musicians. Um, yeah. Like like yeah. So I think she was like, you know what? If we're gonna if we're gonna reference, we're gonna reference. And you're oh like, yeah. yeah, like the last track itself like blatantly calls out Donna Summers. Like mm -hmm. it's summer renaissance. Yeah, uh, takes her big track, which I love. Um, what is it? Show me love or something um, like that. I feel, I feel love. I feel love. That's yeah. the one. Oh, what a song. Uh, it's just ah, that track, like it uses so many of the different styles from that track, like the binaural beats going through the different ears um, mm. that that track really played with, with, um, oh, I can never remember the fellow's name, but the producer of that Giorgio something or other, I'm going to, I'm going to get torn apart. Um, <laughs> Can't help you there. Yeah, he was the one that really like um, revolutionized that sound. Um, and Miss Summers came on and just poured her heart out um, within that. Um, and I love Donna Summers. Like MacArthur's Park is one of my favorite tracks. Yeah. Like the long version, the 20 minute version. The 20 minute version. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I love yeah. that track. Um, so I love the fact that Beyonce, again, you were saying like, if you're going to call them out, if you're going to reference them, we're going to reference them. Mm -hmm. um, and I loved that that's how the album finished off. Like, for me, that was the last track. Um, and I really, really enjoyed that. I 
here. Um, and I did like, I mean, I'll, I'll never be able to completely understand it, but like her relationship with her body, um, especially as it's getting older. Um, and I, one of the tracks she was saying how she's been all the different body types that you yearn for, you know, she was the thick, she was the thin, she was the tall, she was the skinny, um, but she's always been a knockout. She's always been 10 out of 10. Right. And I'm like, I don't have any point of reference personally for that. Like I've <laughs> never felt like that. Yeah. Um, but she was also like, I'm reclaiming a lot of these different things. Um, like one of my favorite tracks on here was cozy uh, and the whole aspect of like being cozy in my own skin um, and how she was kind of saying like, I'm not a skin tone. I'm black. Like yes. calling that straight out. It's like, yeah. Oh, people can say I'm, you know, um, like mahogany or uh, a dark mocha or it's it's like no i'm black yeah yeah like (laughs) like yeah like essentially comparing it to objects and whatnot it's like no i'm i'm and consumption right that's right yeah so like i love those allegories and those those images um and yeah there was a lot that i loved on this record so yeah that's great yeah i know she does mention that a lot and i think his I think she's like 40 now, which is like, you know, Mm -hmm. over the hill for a woman in entertainment. Yeah. But she's as hot as she's ever been. Oh, yeah. Still still a knockout. Holy Jesus. It's funny to be like, (laughs) it's funny for her to be like, well, I'm comfortable in my skin. I'm like, you know what? We all would be if we were. Oh, 100% you would be. (laughs) No, that's, I'm just joking. Like, obviously, that's a journey that she would have. It is a journey that she's been on and she does chronicle throughout it. But like, yeah, it's like. I could see this being so powerful for so many different women, yeah. um, like really calling out like this, this war cry, this triumphant, um, I'm thinking of like Dungeons and Dragons terms, but like the bard that really like pumps you up um, mm. by being the shiny example um, saying, hey, I'm magnificent and I'm great. And this is a great example for you to carry on, um, mm-hmm. especially her one track thick. I think it is. I love thick, yeah. Such a good track. <laughs> okay. Such a good track. Yeah. Um, and it's like, man, I like the only kind of track that I had growing up that was equivalent to this, and it's going to sound so nerdy and so stupid, but it was a Canadian band called Prozac with uh, their I track. I don't know who Prozac is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> For some of our listeners who aren't Canadian. Uh, and didn't grow up with the genius that was Prozac. Uh, one of their one of their big hits was "Be As." Oh, um, yes. I love that song. And uh, every once in a while, I have to remind myself how good that is because mm-hmm. I listen to it every once in a while. But yeah, that was like the first and really only track where they're like, "Yeah, be as white, be as gay, be as beautiful as you are." Mm-hmm. Um, and up to that point, we, I don't remember really having any tracks like that. Um, that yeah, was, was yeah no sorry to interrupt you um, no go for it. it it reminds me of there was a lot of that like not faux positivity but like like packaged positivity of like the 90s yeah. like i was you know big into the spice girls oh and who wasn't? club seven and all that kind uh-huh, of stuff where it uh-huh. was like you know very like empowering yeah but in, um not in a very deep way very very surface level no like Whereas, i felt like like mm-hmm. yeah like there was like the middle from oh who did the middle um oh, it just takes jimmy some time world, right? jimmy yeah. world yeah and it, again it's just kind of like a a bubblegum pop kind of aspect of yeah. it yeah you know and it's oh, fine like those were 
good messages to have, but it felt, you were saying, it, it felt a little hollow. Yeah, because I think if you're talking about that Biaz song by Prozac, it's it's very clear, right? It says, be as white as you want to, be as black as you want to, mm-hmm. be as brown as you want to, I think. Yeah, yeah be as yeah, straight, be as, be as gay. straight, be as gay. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's like not it's not like be who you are. <laughs> Everything's yeah. beautiful. It's like be as this as you want. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like Beyonce being like, no, no, I'm black. Like, yeah. Don't and, call me other things. <laughs> yeah, and I am going to own that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It was. Just, I again, I love this album. Uh, probably have to go back. Um, I, I love because you know who I am. Uh, I loved a lot of the synths that are on this mm-hmm. record um there was a couple of times when i actually wrote down like loved um like america has a problem uh oh, yeah. which yeah uh-huh sure does <laughs> i love that i feel like the title of that one i don't know that she talks about the problem in that song no <laughs> she's just like by the way <laughs> by the way um yeah i love that synth solo that again we're talking about transitions go right into pure honey mm-hmm. um love that love that transition love that love that um synth um and i think the last one that um that really hit me was the alien superstar oh that's my favorite yeah so Uh, good i love i love the change-ups in the individual tracks Mm -hmm. um like the tracks themselves don't sit still uh and i love how she sets up the song within the verses to be one thing and then once the chorus hit it changes into a different thing but uses the beat and the rhythm to excuse me uh to use that momentum into the chorus to elevate it into something very fun and very new yes um yeah and then a great way of putting it they don't sit still yeah they're and it keeps you on your toes right Mm -hmm. it gets one song and then it becomes something else yeah again very progressive rock very proggy in that sense yeah yeah Yeah. i like that Yeah. yeah um yeah, so it was it was a great time. I had a lot of fun with this record, and mm. I can definitely see how this could be like a summer album. Yes, you know, and I I do think she intended it to be like, let's just go party. Like mm-hmm. we've all been locked inside for years. <laughs> Get out mm-hmm. there and have some fun. Yeah, like go to a I don't know a club. I still haven't been back to those because I'm still nervous. But you know, Same. I yearn for it. Yep. And yeah, what I what I. Uh, really like is what I call like the roller skate songs yes um like cuff it which was cuff it was huge on tiktok they have like a dance and everything yeah um I I mean I'm glued to tiktok and I yeah, believe I that. heard it um <laughs> oh yeah I know <laughs> I, you I still haven't gotten on that rabbit hole oh it's you. it's bad it's real bad <laughs> um you know they I'm still there's a part of me that's still lost in it um oh, gosh, yeah that's they got you yeah, that's how they got me. But yeah, I loved, uh, I have a fun, funky, fresh disco beat. Nice. Um, I've been listening to a lot of like Stanley Clark and uh, Chick Corea. Um, you know, that kind of like 70s, almost disco, but not, it, it's still a little too young for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very, um, even like Herbie Hancock stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like a yeah. lot of fun kind of disco-y, proto-disco. Yeah. Um, fun just fun fun beats fun times yeah very Mm -hmm. i see what you mean by like roller skate (laughs) kind of music again that's the terminology i use right like i can't tell you specifics but i'm like it sounds like roller skating music (laughs) in my head that's what i imagine myself doing oh absolutely yeah Yeah. for me roller skate 
Yeah, mm-hmm. roller skate music is either this or like Emerson, Lake and Palmer, and Olivia Newton-John from like uh, Elder, uh, not El Dorado, um, Xanadu. Um, excellent song, excellent roller skating song. Yeah, excellent roller yeah. skating song, excellent movie. <laughs> like that, that was one of my like come to Jesus moments when I watched that movie with that particular song. I'm just like, ah, I want to be Olivia Newton-John in that moment when she comes up the stairs. Just Do you know. I haven't seen that movie, but I know the moment you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. just so iconic. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. like so many different movies where it's like, you might not have seen it, but you know, you know that scene. Mm-hmm. You should see Xanadu. It is bonkers. I love yeah, it yeah. so much. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the is... name alone kind of tells you it's going to be oh, wild. It's... Well, it was the last Gene Kelly movie, I think it was. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote uh, and directed all of his dance sequences. Um, yeah, I think that was his last movie before he oh, passed on. Interesting. Um, yeah, it great movie. One of my favorites. Um, people will rightly say it's not a great movie. I think it's brilliant. Um, yeah, it's one of those yeah. that are like, hey, maybe it's not technically a great movie, but does it make yeah. you feel something? Do you and it, love to look at it? <laughs> I, I love all those things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, we keep getting off script here. <laughs> oh, yes, as usual. As usual. I can yeah. never have a linear conversation. No, that's fair. Uh, that's why I have this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, bringing this back. Thank you for bringing me Beyonce's Renaissance. It was a lot of fun. I, I can see I can see why people might not have connected with it upon first mm-hmm. release. Mm-hmm. You know? Myself um, included, honestly. Yeah. Because um, yeah. what was her last album before this? So Lemonade was before okay was um, it lemonade that, like it was, this was lemonade, coming right yeah. oh geez so yeah well, i, I mean, can she see... released some some like stuff in between with jay-z and stuff like that but like beyonce beyonce okay. it was lemonade yeah gotcha 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 yeah and it looks like she had some like the lion king mm-hmm. the gift edition um she did that Home film that was coming. black is king which i had hadn't seen because i didn't have disney but right yeah, yeah. um oh yeah so yeah i can see I can see going from Lemonade to this, how there would be like a little bit of a, I don't want to say disconnect, but like an expectation. Because mm-hmm. um, it is a very different album. Yeah. But I think it works to her advantage in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I loved yeah. it. Good I would go I'm back glad. to this. Yeah, yeah I think it's um, it, it, it's one that like once you figure out what she's doing, mm-hmm. you, you can go back and listen to it like with a little bit more appreciation. Because at first, like I think she had released Break My Soul as the single. Mm-hmm. And having that one removed from the album, I was kind of like, okay, all right, it's a dance song. It sounds like a 90s club song. Like, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But mm, it's not giving me what I was hoping. And right. then hearing it in the context of all of the other songs, I was like, oh, I see what she's doing. Okay, uh, makes gotcha. sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, amazing. Thank you so much yeah. for bringing this. Uh, and thank you once again for being on our little podcast. Thank you for having me. It's always fun. Always great. Enjoy these uh, talks. Anything you want to leave the listener with? Anything you want to let them know about? Uh, your um, moment of uh, platform? Promoing myself. I don't promoing. really do too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do some writing for, um, so I work, as Michael knows, I work for the Vaughn Public Libraries. And I write for the blog and recommended reads magazine for that. So if you're interested in like, I don't know, culture writing or yeah. uh, movies and books and stuff like that. I'm usually writing about that over there. It's called Hot Off the Shelf. Um, that's about 
all I can promote for myself, hey. I think. Hey, that's fair. Uh, I always love your writing. I always check it out every once in a while. Oh, thank um, you. Because, yeah, it was great times. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you again for helping out on this. Um, and I think we're going to leave it there. We'll be back next month. And until then, everybody, just keep sharing music. <laughs>